Well, let's go out to Lubbock, Texas, where the Texas Tech Red Raiders on the hardwood are having themselves a heck of a season. Welcome on Jared Johnson, publisher of InsideTheRedRaiders.com. I'm Pete Mundo on HeartlandCollegeSports.com, of course. So, Jared, always great to have you on. you got a Texas Tech team right now sitting in the top 10 in the nation. How much has this group of guys and this coaching staff, led by, of course, Mark Adams in his first year as head coach, exceeding expectations to this point? Hey, Pete. First off, thanks for having me on. I always love being on the show. Y'all do a great job there. Uh, yeah, you know, what's funny is, so when they amassed the staff, when well, when they promoted Mark Adams, when, when they amassed the staff, and then when they recruited the guys they did, uh, I mean, the expectations in Lubbock and for those of us who follow the program were actually pretty high, much higher than around the Big 12 and around the country. Mm-hmm. Everybody just chalked it up. Oh, Chris Beard's gone, so there it goes. Tech's going to fall back to the pack. But, you know, uh, we knew Mark, Mark Adams was pivotal in that run. We knew he was basically already the defensive coordinator. He was the, the architect of that defense, that no middle defense that is being so copied now and that Tech obviously has used uh, so well over the last know, handful of years. So that was a big part of it. Like there was a good chance that this culture was going to continue. And then also during the hiring process, there was a huge groundswell from former players, whether it be former All-American Keenan Evans, uh, Jared, uh, former All-American Jarrett Culver. You go down the list, all these guys that were that are beloved here in Lubbock for uh, making an Elite Eight run and then making that uh, run to the national championship game, they stood up and said uh, on social media, uh, anywhere anyone would listen to them and say, hey, promote Mark Adams, he's the guy. And they were right. Uh, and luckily for Texas Tech, Uh, Athletic Director Kirby Hokett listened. They did promote him. And I think, so the first question was, can he recruit? Well, well, first was, what kind of staff can he put together? He put together a great staff. And then, okay, can this staff recruit? Well, they answered those questions with flying colors. I mean, they kept Kevin McCuller. Terrence Shannon came back. A couple other guys that that were holdovers. uh, But those were the two big ones. And then they added these guys from the transfer portal, uh, I believe five guys that were double-digit scorers, from other division one programs, which was really impressive. Uh, but then it was, okay, can he mesh these guys together? All these guys coming from all over the place, which is pretty much the question for every program in this era of one and dones and the transfer portal. But, uh, can he do it? Yeah. He's passed out with flying colors. These guys, uh, perfect example is Davion Warren who averaged 20 points a game, uh, at, at Hampton, a division one school. He was the man there. Uh, would he sacrifice? Would he play defense? You know, and I mean, he's averaging half that just 10 points a game, but he's a starter. He's really stepped up his defense and he has sacrificed for the team. And a lot of those guys have, uh, whether it be Bryson Williams or Kevin O'Banner, all those guys really have bought into this, uh, culture and that's why they've had this success. And then you start saying, okay, well, can, uh, you know, we know, Coach Adams is a uh, experienced coach. He, you know, he was a head coach for a long time. He was assistant coach in the Big 12 for a long time. But can he do it? Getting back to it, battling all these really good Big 12 coaches. Well, he answered. He's already answered those those questions, obviously, with what they've done so far um, in the Big 12 and just this season. So I would say, yes, he's exceeded all our expectations. There's no doubt. With I mean, going away, going win the way that they did, being Kansas, almost beating them there all that um, winning for just the second time in program history in Morgantown, all those things, uh, I would say, if you put them together, have exceeded expectations. But 
I'd say locally expectations were much higher than they were regionally and certainly nationally. Yeah, that uh, that makes sense, and that sounds about par for the course. So, all right, I got to get your thoughts and just reaction to being in that atmosphere last week against Chris Beard. What was that like? I tell you what, even before because so they played Mississippi State on Saturday, and then the game was against UT was on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and the the kids. A lot of kids walked out of that Mississippi State game and immediately set up tents to camp out to get their spot uh, for Tuesday. Yes. And so just even leading up to it was amazing. You had former players, like I mentioned, coming back. Uh, it was kind of like a homecoming, really, because so many former players came back. So many like people that even worked for me in the past like flew in from all over the country. And uh, it, was, it was just a major event. It was like it was, uh, it was akin to when Tech was better in football and – you know, it was a big game and everyone would come in for that, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and kids would camp out. So the atmosphere was, I mean, second to none. I mean, Tex had some really good atmospheres uh, at the United Supermarkets Arena there, even before Chris Beard. Even I remember the uh, – some of you all might remember the, the Marcus Smart game against Oklahoma State where it was packed and he went crazy into the crowd and there was a whole fan – uh, interaction and, and player interaction there. Like, that was a crazy atmosphere. So, you know, these fans get, get up for big games, but this was on a whole another level. Uh, it was billed as the uh, biggest sporting event in Lubbock history, not, you know, for the whole program, but in Lubbock. And I, it didn't it didn't disappoint. I mean, it was a crazy atmosphere. Uh, I, I was there doing a bunch of, like, Facebook Live videos for this uh, the store, Riveter Outfitter. That's one of our main sponsors. And uh, out there with the kids who were camping out, uh, you know, they got free beer. They had it all uh, regulated, of course, where they kept tabs. Of course, guys of course, of course. Wrist, but, you know, they did it all right. Yeah. But there was a DJ. There was free beer. There was free food. It was a big party there right outside the USA just leading up days to it. So, and then – it crescendoed, of course, once they uh, took the court. And then I, I'm just so happy that the fans, you know, I know that some people didn't like the way they greeted Chris Beard and, and the team and all that, and that's fine. But during the game, they really were great. They didn't do anything out of bounds. It was, I think, every coach in America would want uh, yeah. a student body like that and a whole arena and that kind of atmosphere because. I mean, Tech is 14-0 and at home, and the crowd is a big reason for that. You know, I just kept watching that, too, and, and taking in that atmosphere on TV and thinking, imagine if Joey McGuire can get this football team back on track, what those games are yeah. going to be like at uh, at uh, the stadium there. So uh, what do you think? I mean, you know, we see all the, uh, the Ric Flair tweets, so we know he's a big fan of Ric Flair. <laughs> We love that from Joey McGuire, but uh, what is he? What is he brought here to to Lubbock that just seemed to be lacking under Matt Wells? Well, not just under Matt Wells, but also Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, really, for a long time before that, um, there's just there's a sense of enthusiasm. I think also you couple that with the fact that, and he didn't even coach the game, but that Tech kind of exercised. Well, they did some big demons by beating Mississippi State and Mike Leach so thoroughly in the bowl game it was kind of like all right put that to bed and then also we can move on with a guy who understands tech um his daughter graduated from tech his best friend played for tech uh a guy who understands who we are wants to be here and has just great enthusiasm and then the fact that he has such a great rep throughout the state um he's really putting to bed a lot of those uh narratives that have been out there you can't recruit to lubbock um that he's he's kind of obliterating that to to that point when he 
got to Lubbock, uh, the class was ranked, this was in November, the class was ranked like around 80th and last in the Big 12. Uh, with signing day wrapping up, it's 43rd and 7th, which isn't amazing, but it's a heck of a lot better than it was. And then right now, the 2023 class, he already has double-digit commits, and it's ranked 12th nationally, it's early, and, and tops in the Big 12. So um, he's recruiting on a level that we haven't seen around here in a long time. If I don't, I mean, a long time, this era for sure. So that has a lot of people feeling optimistic. And then he's just a dude. You go talk to him, he's one of those guys, he's very much like Spike Dykes was here, uh, mm-hmm. some of the old-timers who remember him, in that – he always seems like, how does he have the time to make everyone feel so important um, and to do everything he does with recruiting and the program? Because he's just, uh, he has a good rep for a reason. It's because he is a good guy, he's a genuine guy, and uh, he, he just has a lot of energy every time you, you meet him. So, I, I, really, there's more enthusiasm behind the football program than I can remember. That's outstanding. I mean, because you're right, Cliff Kingsbury was kind of like, Joe Cool, right? I mean, he didn't have this right. level of energy and enthusiasm that McGuire appears to be bringing to the uh, to the table every single day. And I, I just can't help but compare what Joey McGuire has done in a couple of months, obviously not coaching a single game, but just the energy and compare it to now the infamous moment of Matt Wells saying on the on that radio interview that his family was his favorite part of Lubbock. I mean, just contrasting those two moments. And I know that Matt Wells, I talked to Matt Wells on the show. He seems like a very nice man. But contrasting those two moments are very telling for me. No, it it is. And, you know, it's funny. Matt Wells, I consider him like a good friend. He really is a – he's a friend of mine. But that moment did happen, you know, and that's inexcusable. It really is. I mean, that should be a slam dunk. That was a softball question. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the difference is, for example, Joey McGuire, you know, I was there at his introduction and the first thing he did was lead a Raider power chant and it was yeah. epic. I mean, he blew the fans mind on the, inter- in the introduction and he's just continued to do so. And he just, part of it is the fact that, um, Matt Wells was a, you know, like out of left field hire. It was just Kirby Hokett's hire and, Nope, like a lot. There's a big portion of the fan base that didn't accept him before he even, you know, got off the tarmac here in Lubbock. So th- there was that. Joey McGuire is a known, he's a Hall of Fame high school coach. Like I said, he has a lot of Texas Tech ties. Everyone recognizes his part and what he did at Baylor and helping that program mm-hmm. come back from a really tough time. Um, and then, you know, for me, I was at the Four Star Telegram when he was at Cedar Hill. For part of the time he was at Cedar Hill, and I had some interactions with him, and I just came away so impressed. I remember him helping me with some, uh, like, playoff scenarios uh, one time where a, <laughs> a, another coach I covered said, call Joey McGuire, and he'll help you. And he had this huge board. It looked like an NFL draft board. And it's just because it was fun. You know, wow. here he is getting ready. And I, that year he won another state title, by the way. Oh, by the way. So it's like he was giving up time to sacrifice, uh, you know, against Cedar Hill. But uh, he, he just – he's one of those gym rats. I hate to use the cliche, but he loves it. Like he told me, like his wife's always having to get on to get, get off of uh, Twitter, get off of Instagram. You know, you're on it constantly because he likes it. It's not like a, a job to him. And he mm-hmm. told me, I had an interview with him uh, right before Christmas. And he said, look, I, I feel, I really feel like I've never worked a day in my life, which I think a lot of us can understand that, right. Being yeah. in sports and getting to work in sports. And he just, he just enjoys it. It's not work to him. Um, those making those relationships 
and, and, and interacting with people and just being a dude, like I said, just comes naturally to him. And that serves him well as a, as a football coach, that's for sure. And how much, I mean, I think about those high school Texas football ties um, and, and, you know, paid off obviously at Baylor as well. There's always been this belief that, well, you know, Lubbock's so far out there, West Texas, tough to recruit, not a lot of local talent per se, like in Austin or Dallas, Fort Worth or Houston, you got to get kids out there. Has that always been a misnomer? And is Joey McGuire going to prove that to be factually inaccurate? And if so, is it his connections that make that happen? Or what is the reason behind it? Well, there's some truth in just the simple logistics. If you yes. are a kid, whether you be in Dallas or Austin or whatever, it's much easier to go to a junior day and make a day trip of it, you know, a three-hour turnaround, uh, as opposed to a nine- or ten-hour turnaround, you know, or trying to figure out. You know, I, the one thing I don't get is the whole it's hard to fly Lubbock. I mean, Lubbock has a airport ten minutes from campus, and it flies, like, everywhere. I mean, you can fly to Hawaii from, straight from Lubbock. So I don't I don't really understand that storyline. But uh, the logistics of, like – going on an unofficial is very legitimate but then again that gets to your coach being able to sell the program and having those connections and making them want to come out there i mean they just had a junior day two week weekends ago where they got uh, announced so far there's a couple that's still going to announce but they got six announced commitments over three different classes from just that junior day wow. um, and they had over a hundred recruits out there for that junior day where normally it's less than half of that so his connections I mean, it's to the point where, uh, you know, he has all these friends that are these high school coaches all over the state, and they've been waiting for him to get that head coaching job to because they want to help him. You know, it's that kind of thing. They like him so much. They're so close. So um, there are players that haven't been rated where I had to create the 24-7 sports profile for them where their coaches are like, this guy's a dude. Everybody, O-U-U-T, they're going to be involved too. Everybody's going to recruit this kid, but I want you to know him about him first. And those kind of connections and recruiting are just in life are invaluable. I mean, you really like, you can't put a price tag on that on how just valuable the, those kind of connections are. And, you know, Texas Tech's getting the fruit of that for sure. Absolutely. Jared Johnson, publisher inside the Red Raiders.com, does an outstanding job there. Jared, it's always great to have you on. And by the way, we got uh, baseball season right around the corner. I know you guys are juiced oh, for that out there, right? It's going to be a good year. Yeah. As long as Tim Tadlock's the head coach out here, they're going to be a top 10, top 15 program and battling for, you know, a Big 12 title and, and to go to the College World Series like every year. He's that good. He's a perfect fit. This really, you know, we mentioned basketball, football, baseball. Now, this is, you could argue, the best time to be a Texas Tech fan in terms of the, uh, the big sports. I mean, I, they're, they're in it with, with all of them. And with football, I mean – of course, they have a ways to go, but they have hope and they have a coach who's, uh, you know, I believe he's going to turn it around. So, yeah, baseball is obviously no different with Tim Tadlock. I expect a great year from them. Yeah, I mean, if uh, if they get that football thing turned around, you're talking about a, a golden age of Texas Tech athletics, right, which would be uh, pretty, pretty exciting. Jared, it's great to have you on, man. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, Pete, thanks so much for having me on. Love having Jared Johnson on the show. Great guy, great insight, does a good job there. Really good job at InsideTheRedRaiders.com. You know who would do a great job right now? You would be doing a great job right now if you leave me a rating and a review on this show, and then I'll get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. That's my way of saying thank you. Take less than 60 seconds out, leave a rating and a review on iTunes or Spotify, and then send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And that's how you get hooked up 
with that free Heartland College Sports koozie. Appreciate you guys so much. Have a great week. And we've got uh, more content, of course, coming your way soon right here on heartlandcollegesports.com. Take care.